The views and opinions expressed by the following program are those of the host, guest, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station or the Webster Rockio Ministries, its management, or other host or underwriting sponsors. Programs presented on KWRHLP are for educational and entertainment purposes only. Welcome back to Intune. This is Arnold Stricker with Ellie Wharton. We're glad that you're tuning in to the second hour of our show. We have in studio, and he's dressed in a great cardinal outfit there. <laughs> I wonder how he got that. Christopher Manani, who is the marketing Managing Director of Programs and Community Engagement for Dance St. Louis. Christopher, welcome to In June. Thank you so much for having me. We're glad to have you here. We are glad to have you. Oh, thank you. Thank and, you. I'm excited. I'm you know, even wearing the shirt. You're even wearing <laughs> yes. the Bob Does Gibson jersey. Yeah, yes. it looks great. Oh, you're looking great. Awesome. Awesome. You know, I was I was thinking, you know, the, the typical dance lines, gotta dance, or if you got to dance, dance St. Louis. There you go. There you go. You know, if you got to dance, dance St. Louis. And folks, if you're not familiar with Dance St. Louis, since 1966, 53 years now of exceptional dance and educational opportunities for the community, they've had over the years the American Ballet Theater, the Hubbard Street Dance Chicago, Joffrey Ballet, River Dance, Dance Theater of Harlem, the Tap Dogs here, broad range of education programs. But I don't want to steal all the thunder from you because you're here for the interview. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little <laughs> bit first about your background because you you never stop being a dancer. You right. are a dancer. Right. You've just kind of stopped doing it professionally. Right. But tell us about your background. Well, I'm very new to the organization, so I'm not 53 years old. So just You're not. FYI, no. <laughs> Do I look like it? I, I'm not 63. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, yes. Same age as my mom. Yes, right. Well, <laughs> in some families, that could be. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I moved to St. Louis from San Francisco. All right. I, I am. Um, uh, I was born in Manila, Philippines, but I moved to Nashville, Tennessee uh, after college. Uh, I was 18, uh, and I was a dancer at Nashville Ballet, and that's pretty much where I spent my professional career uh, at Nashville Ballet. I was a principal dancer at Nashville Ballet. Prior to Nashville Ballet, I was... Um, I was dancing in Russia as well. Wow, you've and been around, haven't been you? Around. Goodness, yes, from Manila yes. to Memphis to from Manila to Russia to, to Nashville, Russia to, Tennessee. Uh, to Nashville, wow. to yes, Ooh. yeah. So, and wow. when I retired from professional dance, I just transitioned into arts administration, and uh, I was doing that in Nashville. I was doing that in San Francisco, and the opportunity to um, come help dance St. Louis came about. Um, uh, almost two years ago, no, a year and a half. Uh, it was in 2017. Uh, so I came, and now I am um, here with Dan St. Louis, um, enjoying, well, maybe not so much enjoying the Midwest sweather, uh, but, uh, <laughs> but enjo- you know what? enjoying Tomorrow the city as well. Tomorrow it will change. Don't uh, worry. That's right. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. so Every yeah. day. As a matter of fact, by the afternoon. Oh, yeah? It will change. Oh, uh, yeah. So. so did you retire from dancing because of physical no or? You, you know our our life shelf is so short we're just like athletes speaking of like the cardinals you know i mean w- as soon as you hit 30 you know everybody starts talking about retiring already i mean we 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 bang and we bash our bodies right, you know right. eight hours a day literally eight hours a day we're on our toes pretty much and for male dancers it's um, a lot harder as you uh, you may know that there's um 
a lot more female dancers, their their careers um, go further than ours uh, because us we have to lift them. Yeah, you don't have to. They don't have to catch anybody. Right. Yeah. Lift, so yeah. Um, I I just I wanted to retire because I wanted to be proactive. I didn't want to have hip surgery or back surgery like when I'm 40. So wow. wow. Yeah. So that's so must what re- I did. Require an unbelievable amount of upper body strength. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cross training is um, imperative, and you know you always have to do a lot of uh, other things um, in addition to your daily classes and exercises and rehearsals and choreography. So I see that would be I, I could take you down that path for about a half an hour. I'm, I'm fascinated by like what what is the regimen of a of a ballet dancer to stay in shape and to get in shape, and then to get from the point of like when you started. What age were you when you started? Oh gosh, mm, ten years old. Oh wow, yeah. He was already an old man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, time, when you think by about the time it. I was sixteen, I was already like feeling like the brunt of it. Yeah, wow, because you know. a lot of times, you know, children start when they're like three and four years old, right? And and ballet and and, and well, dance. you know, I mean, dance in itself. I mean. Um, I remember every time somebody would ask me, you know, what do you do? I said, oh, I'm a ballet dancer. No, what, what do you do? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you really like, do? No, that that is what I do. It's a career. It's right. a full-time career. Sure I mean, we work 40 hours a day. I mean, 40 hours a week. Uh, it, it's it's um, it's something that if you want to be professional, you, you need to start young. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, especially nowadays, otherwise the opportunities are not going to be there. Uh, although uh, dancers today, their careers uh, can get longer because there's so much more um, resources available to them. When I was dancing, we had a fish show and that, that was it. You know, now they had like chiropractic mm-hmm. and uh, physical therapists and they have uh, each company now requires a gym. Each company requires trainers. So um it's so much great for and better for them. So, yeah. and I would think too that you know maintaining a proper diet, mm-hmm. you know, so that you keep your weight at a certain right. place is important. Getting enough sleep. True, true. When when, when you you're dancing though, I mean, I, I remember when I was dancing, I was eating everything that I you know I, I can't. I wasn't really watching my diet. I was I, it was too active. And speaking of sleeping, you're you're by the time like six o'clock comes in you're just too tired all you, you can do is like drive home and go to bed <laughs> That's right. so, drive wow. home and fall into bed right. uh, you know, and then you wake up the next day and then you know you're so we're sort of in a bubble so that's mm-hmm. that was our life so especially if you're in a traveling company uh yes yeah national valley is uh one of the bigger companies in the country so we we bear we hardly travel because mm-hmm. there's a there's a season in nashville that we okay. do sometimes we do travel internationally but most of the time like we just stay there okay uh we have a um, our contract was uh 42 weeks uh so there are times like over the summer we're contractually laid off so that's when most people like you know kind of like actors uh, serve tables mm-hmm. or do other side gigs so 42 weeks though yeah wow yeah that's crazy. At least you get a chance to maybe take a vacation. Yeah, I you would, know, I relax usually, a little bit. I would usually fly back to Manila, right? Dance and or just visit family. So you know, I would think also there's an opportunity to teach some uh, oh, yeah. master classes, yeah. things like mm-hmm. that, that yeah. or guests in other like companies. Yes. So. Yeah, great. So Dance St. Louis does do master classes. They have mm-hmm. a lot of educational opportunities mm-hmm. for high school students, but their main thrust is what. Main trust is presenting companies that otherwise the city wouldn't see. Uh, that's always been the vision of Dan St. Louis. Dan St. Louis primarily was um, built or created or started because um, 
the founders felt that there was a need for the city to be exposed and to experience world-class dance that um, normally they wouldn't pass through St. Louis. I mean, uh, Midwest, they probably would go through Chicago, but mm-hmm. not St. Louis. Mm-hmm. So when um, 53 years ago, they were thinking of um, making sure that St. Louis is an arts destination as well. So then St. Louis was created. Mm-hmm. And we really are an arts destination. Oh, yeah. Cultural you know, this institutions is a great, Yeah, yeah are, a are lot. Great. Mm-hmm. A very visionary back then to be able to get that going and to keep it keep it, is, it progressing yeah. yeah well it goes along with our museums you know Absolutely. with our parks and things mm-hmm. like that you know the green spaces i think st louis that's one thing when people you know all how often people say i hate st louis mm-hmm. you know but when you go to other cities and you realize the real resources that are available here right we've right. got a lot yeah, and a lot of a it lot. is not mm-hmm. it's not expensive to do true now you have two big events of your season coming up mm-hmm. uh one is uh, palabolus and they're doing the Shadowland, the New Adventure, which is a St. Louis premiere. Right. And then the other one is Spring to Dance Festival. Can you talk to us a little bit about each one of those, Christopher? Yeah. Palabolus is a world-class company that um, are primarily known for their shadow play. Uh, they perform in about 32 countries and about over a million people have seen them. And what is exciting about them is the interplay between technology, bodies, and um, use of light in order to create images that sometimes, you know, are just fascinating they, to they see. And, and you said you've seen them. Yes, you yes. Know, uh, these are dancers who, like, talk about bodies and, like, being, you know, um, really, really in shape. And the, the stuff that they can do with their bodies are just amazing and phenomenal because they do they create shapes they create letters they create buildings just using their bodies and it looks like it looks real right it's right. it's incredible the contortions and how they just turn their bodies and do all uh, this stuff. I believe American audiences have really been familiar with them because they were at the Oscars uh, at one time and um, mm-hmm. they were the ones uh, trying to recreate all the Oscar nominees for Best Picture. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and they're coming, and this is a, the continuation of a really popular show that they've done, Shadowland, and this is um, the second version of it. So Palabolus, it uh, was created in this, where the Shadowland was created in 2009 and premiered in Berlin and other extended engagements in Germany and in Europe. And these are going to be... Uh, happening at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's on the University of Missouri-St. Louis campus, and tickets are available through the ticket office at Two Hills. But that's, uh, if, if I'm correct in my thinking here, no, no, I'm not correct in my thinking. I'm looking for the dates of that. Oh, that's a- April 20th. April 20th. So that's coming that's, up. That's, that's the one this coming up. two Saturdays from now. That's fabulous. And the tickets are really, the prices here are phenomenal. 35 45 55 yeah. and 60 I mean, it, it's not bad for uh, for something that of that caliber and of that quality. Um, I mean, and really, this is the cost of a manicure and a pedicure. And two Starbucks. That's, yes. that's <laughs> there we go. Touche. Two Starbucks. That was great. <laughs> I mean, really, I mean, the price of it, uh, you can't beat it because uh, you, you would, uh, your choices are either to fly or drive to Chicago, that's the closest city, or New York or San Francisco in order to see um, acts or performances like that. And you have it here in our own backyard that's right that's right but you know but driving to chicago you know i have found Uh that it's really cool to take the amtrak oh i know i love taking the train i love taking the train train. yeah you know if you haven't done that to chicago 
Man, that is a great way to go. It is just so relaxing. And by the time you get there, it's I mean, convenient. You are just, it's convenient. You're dropped off right in the center of town. And then you have your Uber. You get, as soon as you get off the train, you hit your Uber driver. There you go. Okay, I'll have to try that sometime. Yes, you will. Mm-hmm. So you can see Palabolus on YouTube, but uh-huh. there, I tell you what, folks, there is nothing like seeing it in person because you see them get together and it's like, what are they doing? And then all of right. a sudden there's this, it's like, what? And, and you know, the, the, the great thing about them coming to your city is that they always try to localize something at the end of the show. So... Make sure for audiences that are going to come, that have already bought tickets, and those that are still planning on buying tickets, make sure to stay at the till the very, very end. Are they going to become like the arch? I'm not saying <laughs> oh, anything. Okay, mm-hmm. let's see. Well, oh, I know what they could be. They could be the eagle on the Anheuser Busch sign. Could be. Could be. They could be the. They uh, could be the jersey I'm wearing right now. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. They could be the, what is that statue in the park with the guy on the horse? You know? San Louis. Oh, uh, King, yeah, King Louis. That's up right. in front of the art right. museum. In front of the art right. museum. They could be, let's see, what else could they be? Well, you just have to go and find out. Okay, that's right. I'll that's have to right. go. I'll mm-hmm. just, I just won't get the manicure that week. How's oh, that? Oh, that's true. Yes, <laughs> yeah. or the two Starbucks. Oh, that, that's oh, right. Starbucks. <laughs> so, Palabolus, That's April twentieth, a Saturday. Tickets at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center, and then the second one is the Spring to Dance Festival, uh, coming back for the twelfth year. Talk a little bit about that. One. Yeah, Spring to Dance really is one of Dan St. Louis's uh, flagship. Uh, programs uh, there's uh, there are only two major dance festivals that happen in the country one happens in the fall it's called fall for dance and it's hosted in new york it's in october and the other one spring to dance happens in the spring and it's hosted in st louis and um you- spring to dance is basically ha- happens memorial weekend for three days um over 30 companies converge in st louis um nationally and internationally and uh the community just gets to see all these myriad of styles from tap to hip-hop to ballet to contemporary to aerial uh to theater dance and uh they just go from one theater to the other and it's just a it's like a a buffet pretty much so you have everything for everything Mm -hmm. that's cool you've got like the boston ballet the chicago human rhythm project dance work chicago the eisenhower dance of detroit joffrey ballet big muddy dance company missouri contemporary ballet mostly tap nashville ballet st louis ballet san francisco ballet washington ballet tulsa ballet 30 groups right coming and that's uh May 23rd, 24th, and 25th, Memorial Day weekend, Thursday, I mean, Friday, and, Saturday. And look at this. This nightly ticket, the Lee Theater performances, $5. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, come on. That's just like getting one finger done at, the, at you know. $20 at the Anheuser-Busch Performance Hall, the main you. stage. Mm-hmm. But the best deal, though, is the three-day package. Yes, the best deal is the three-day package because you, you get it in a discounted price and you get to see three different shows yeah. every night and uh, you just get to experience everything that the festival has to offer. Again, up at the Two Hill uh, Performing Arts Center because they have a, a variety of, of performance theaters up there. Well, that- there. Yeah, there are two theaters in there, a Lee Theater and the Anheuser-Busch Theater. Lee Theater seats 300, Anheuser-Busch seats 1,500. And then not only that, we have um, performances happening at the lobby. Uh, we call it the Ameren. Um, 
Tereslavi performances. So uh, as soon as you enter the facility, uh, you're immersed already in dance. Wow, that's great. And, and I like the, the timing. Starts at 5.30, you've mm-hmm. got 6 o'clock, you've got 7.30. I think this is wonderful. Yeah, and for, for most uh, people in St. Louis, this is really the only dance they see for the year. So, I mean, that's the feedback that we get, and mm-hmm. they always look forward to it. And we always encourage like a lot more people to come and see it, bring your families, and and have a family affair. Yeah. Well, okay. this sounds like a great way to in- introduce, you know, children to you know to overall dance so that they can look at something and say you know what i think i want to do that absolutely right, right. and then you have a continuation program and i shouldn't say maybe a continuation program a program through dance st louis that goes into the high schools oh yeah uh, our dance residency program is really one of the more robust um, education programs in the city in fact i always claim that because it's true uh, uh, a lot a lot of the other cultural institutions in in town have patterned their education programs after dance st louis's interesting um education residency program because the difference is because dan st louis is a presenting organization there's really they, they don't have a company they don't have an in-house company that could on a day-to-day basis go to different schools so what we try to do is we uh we select the companies that are coming and then we ask them to bring in um resident artists or resident teaching artists and we house them for three weeks um and they take over essentially the arts classes in each of these high school and middle school uh, partner schools that we have. Hmm. And it's another opportunity for the students and the teachers as well, because otherwise they, they really wouldn't like be able to, um, just, just for varied reasons, whether it's um, financial or transportation or just the lack of like guidance or resources, uh, for them to be able to experience this. Like just the last residency we had, we had teaching artists from London, uh, from company Wayne McGregor and Royal Ballet that are housed in uh, this schools for three weeks wow. and it was just um, an, an eye-opening and a real um, life-changing experience for a lot of them. So those kids who are in those what I'm going to call master classes or working with these uh, performers, what kinds of things do they talk about? What kinds of things well, do they Well, a lot do? of um, um, the partner schools that we have, uh, speaking of like cultural institutions in St. Louis, uh, surprisingly, a lot of these schools that we have, they they have existing arts. Um, it's an existing arts uh, school. So they already have existing dance classes in each of those schools. So what we do is we basically take over for three weeks we just put the teaching artists in place of their actual teacher so that they could learn whatever that type of uh, style or um, dance that they are in session for that time. Mm-hmm. And there are some, what I would call, awards at the end or? Oh, oh, uh, you might be talking about uh, another component of the education residency program, which we call the Career Dance Awards. That's it. That's uh, it. It's another program that Dan St. Louis essentially mentors uh, those kids that are showing real bright future or promise or uh, interest in dance and pursuing it more on a professional level after they graduate from high school. So we um, we ask them to uh, basically audition or submit applications for us, and we select an independent adjudicators with our board members and other dance professionals, and they read through their essay on why they want to continue and what dance means to them. And and a lot of them are really like deep and uh, profound. And we select a few of them and we mentor them. We help them uh, financially. Um, we help them by 
making sure that they are tied up to a counselor uh, and and just helping them through the path that they want to pursue. That's great. That is wonderful. Do you all ever do a collaboration with the Catherine Dunham group over in East St. Louis? Uh, We've we've done some before. uh, And they've always been like part part of like the existing like dance community. We try to be as out there as possible. There's so many of them. So... But they are really one of the mm-hmm. the more outstanding, more profound groups. Right. And like I said, they've been around forever. Yep. Mm-hmm. And didn't we have someone from the Catherine Dunham we Dance haven't yet. Theater? We no. haven't? Okay. We talked about uh, th- them when we were talking about the home, the House of Miles East St. Louis. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, uh, Christopher, I have a question as mm-hmm. it relates to, say you have uh, a youngster who's been in dance, started early in dance, and is showing some promise and they I don't know how maybe they're 8 or 10 or 12 years old what recommendations would you give to that youngster if they had a, an aspiration to become a professional dancer keep taking classes it really that's really what you need to do um um a lot of times um y- you know uh, a dream or an aspiration can get brushed aside because there's uh, there are no and uh, there are not enough opportunities available. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a city like St. Louis, there are enough opportunities, whether it's through programs like Dan St. Louis or through um, organizations like COCA. Um, if you continue and you just continue taking classes, it, you're not gonna you're not gonna know by you know 12 or 13 that you're gonna be really really great. But if you just stick to it, then you know <clears throat> you you might end up being who you really want to be. So, and I have a, I have kind of a question as it relates to ballet dancers versus like tap versus you know hip hop. There's a, there's a wide variety of styles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is can a ballet dancer like yourself? Do you do you do tap? Do you do hip hop? Or are you to kind of specialize in well, one particular? You know, classical area? arts, as they say, is the foundation of. Mm-hmm. A lot of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a classical dancer, our our foundation is so solid that we can easily transition into mm-hmm. any style that we can. It's it's just like opera singers, you know. It's just because you you learn the technique, and if you really break it down, all these dance styles are just based on the classical technique and classical foundation, just um, presented and broken down differently. That's mm. right. So. Um, uh, as a, if your classical foundation is really strong, it's it's for sure you can do anything. You know, I had a friend when I was at Wash U. I took took dance for mm-hmm. many many years, mm-hmm. and actually danced with a modern dance company out in San Francisco for nice. a number of years. Yeah, when I lived out there, but this guy was so limber, right? And you really never would have guessed that he would have been a dancer because he was kind of a large guy, right? Um, but he he took dance with me, and then eventually he went on to become a world class pediatrician in Boston, and he and his wife would travel all over the world to do. Um, just basic ballroom dancing. Oh, nice. And he would go to Argentina, because he had the money to do that kind of stuff because he was you know, a world-class pediatrician. But he would go, he and his wife, and they would just go do ballroom dancing all over the world. You know, yeah. that's something, it's just like being a musician. It's something you can do as you get older. Right. You can still enjoy it, maybe not in that same vein, sure. but a, yeah. little, a little bit differently. Yeah, and he lost so much weight, it was amazing. that. And you know, when I asked him one time how he lost so much weight, he said, just from dancing, just from ballroom dancing. Good he trimmed him. down, yeah. he slimmed down, and he, that just was- being active yep, and all that. Yep, being active. But I can remember, 
Ed Wash U. You know, we started there together. And the teacher, you know, who's a, a nice German lady, she looked at him and she says, you will never be a professional dancer. And then there you go. He just stuck <laughs> yeah. to it. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, and he was kind of like, well, okay. Whatever. Well, whatever, well, you know, dear. Well, you know, we, we say, um, we've always said like, all of us are dancers. That's I right. Mean, um, we, the day-to-day movements that we do, I mean, we just don't know it. It's dance. Like, the fact that I'm reaching this cup is already a movement. So we just don't know it. Uh, dancers just um, hone it and practice it the same the same thing eight hours a day. But, you know, we stand up. The fact that I'm moving this one is putting this headpiece on is a movement already. You all just make it look more glamorous, there more you glorious. <laughs> you know, see, like me with my coffee cup. There you go. Well, it's more it's more right. fluid, <laughs> right? That's right. It's more fluid, and when you know, it's like uh, ice ice dancing or ice skaters. I mean, just the fact that you're like twinkling your twinkling. fingers right now. You're twinkling it, it your fingers. It makes a movement. If I'm a choreographer, I could say, oh, you know, for counts one to eight, you can do that. And see? it's a choreographer. It's a step already. And see, you all make fun of me with my rapping. See, they call me one bar rapper. <laughs> <laughs> they don't they don't appreciate the fact that I may be one bar rapper. But boy, am I good at that one bar. Then there you go. <laughs> okay. There you go. So we've got coming up on April 20th, that's Saturday, we have the Palabolus. And you can get tickets at the ticket office at the Two Hill Performing Arts Center. And then Spring to Dance, May 23 through 25, also at the Two Hill. Christopher, thank you for coming Oh, in you're today. very welcome. Thank you so much for we having appreciate me. appreciate it. This yes. is Arnold Stricker. What a Vincent. joy. Thank you. You're listening to KWRHLP 92.9 FM, your community radio station in Webster Groves, Missouri.